Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grain by Train Grain Week 19 podcast, where we discuss how rail service performance is impacting the movement and export of Western Canadian grain. I'm Greg Northey, Vice President of Corporate Affairs with Pulse Canada, and I'm joined, as always, by Mil Poirier of QGI Consulting, who manages the Ag Transport Coalition, a consortium of agriculture groups that produce data and reports on rail service and performance. Thanks for joining us today, Milton. Hello, Greg. Nice to be with you again. So the Week 19 report came out and showed some interesting results. Uh, could you walk us through what you saw in the report this week? Sure. Uh, week 19, a little bit of a tale of two railways. We saw some nice improvement from CP. They managed to hit 93% uh, order fulfillment on a system basis, which was their best weekly performance in more than four months since uh, week four of the current grain year. Equally important, though, for CP was their strong car spotting performance. They managed to spot more than 5,700 cars in week 19. And lastly, uh, the reduction in their carryover, which went down from what had been averaging more than 1,100 orders per week over the last three weeks to just under 700 orders going from week 19 into week 20. CN, unfortunately, um, on the other end of the spectrum, uh, we saw a little improvement from their recent performance with order fulfillment at 66%. They continue to have a large carryover, 1,200 plus orders again being carried over from week 19 into week 20. And unfortunately, um, not as good a car spotting uh, performance as CP. After a very good week uh, in week 18, CP's car spotting, or CN's car spotting, I should say, went down below 4,200 cars for ATC shippers, which was not good, certainly against an effective demand of 5,700 orders. However, lastly, on a positive note, they did not ration very many uh, orders for shippers, only 134, which was, you know, the lowest level of, of rationing that we've seen in the last seven weeks. Thanks, Miltz. And certainly from a provincial standpoint, there was uh, a bit of a difference between CNCP. Can you walk us through what you saw this week uh, from a provincial standpoint? Sure. CP was uh, pretty consistent across the board, actually, um, in week 19. Uh, we saw some general improvement across the provinces, uh, which was consistent with CP's overall system performance. Um, for CP, probably the most significant failure, if you want to think of it that way, would have been uh, traffic originating in Manitoba, destined to Eastern Canada, uh, where they only managed to meet 47% of shipper demand in week 19. But apart from that, they were generally very good and consistent. Um, CN, unfortunately, as volatile as ever, uh, performance kind of all over the map with a low of 51% order fulfillment in Alberta to a high of 81% in Manitoba and Saskatchewan coming right down the middle at 67%. CN's problem continues to be for Alberta and Saskatchewan shippers specifically, uh, the poor order fulfillment performance that we're seeing going to the West Coast, specifically the Vancouver and Prince Rupert corridors. And in week 19, um, for both Alberta and Saskatchewan shippers, CN managed to only fulfill uh, about half to two-thirds of shipper orders in those corridors. Thanks, Milton. Certainly some, some concerning trends remain in those, in those corridors, particularly to Vancouver and Prince Rupert. And looking ahead, uh, so it was a bit of a mixed bag. Obviously, last week we had raised concerns around un un unfilled orders going forward and the system potentially slowing down uh, for the Christmas period. Um, how did week 19 change some of those, uh, those, look, those concerns we have going forward, if any? Well, the little bit of improvement, again, CP alleviated some concerns, CN much less so. Um, 
The first issue with respect to the week-to-week -week carryover of unfulfilled orders continues to be a problem for CN. As I said, 1,200 again in week 19 going to week 20. Although CP made some nice headway, uh, lowering that number by about 30%. With respect to the slowing of the system, um, traffic levels do remain high, 12 to 13,000 cars online on a daily basis, despite the fact that order volumes have been declining over the last couple of weeks. Idle car counts remain high, although we did see CN make some progress in the last week in this area, but at a system level, uh, the numbers do remain a little worrisome. And lastly, corridor fluidity to Vancouver and Prince Rupert remains a concern. Both ports have seen a lot of volatility day to day in the availability of cars for unloading. Um, and the pipelines seem to be a little bit out of balance, which is contributing to that problem. We had expressed some concerns around congestion and whether or not that would manifest itself. I would say at this point, the jury remains out. Um, all of those indicators bear watching going forward, but so far uh, doing fine. And the last question was whether or not the railways would be able to get even with demand by erasing these weekly carryovers uh, from week to week. As I said, CP showed some progress. And if you look at CN's forward service plans, uh, they seem to be indicating that uh, CN will also be making some headway as they come out of week 20. Okay, thanks, Melt. If you those interested in seeing the ATC reports, you can go to agtransportcoalition.com. We'll be taking a Christmas break and see you all again in the in the first week of January in the new year. Thanks again, Milt, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.